This is episode number 253 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse jumping in before we get into today's episode to let you know that I have a brand new free live workshop that I'm going to be teaching this October called the Perinatal Pathway. It is a free live online workshop for fitness and health pros outlining exactly how to structure a successful first session with a new prenatal or postnatal clients. So excited for this in three sessions, three trainings, we're going to cover exactly what to do in your initial consultation for an organized and professional first impression. I'm going to give you step-by-step strategy for guiding someone through an initial movement assessment so that you can be prepared and building their training or treatment plan. And of course, we're going to dial in on what to focus on versus what does not matter when introducing core and pelvic floor concepts to someone. So what is essential at the beginning, where to focus first, and then what you can continue to implement over the sessions to come. So it is a dream job to coach pregnant and postpartum clients when you feel confident and prepared for any and all scenarios. But I know that if you feel anything but confident and prepared, it can feel scary and it can feel really nervy to go into these client consults, maybe not knowing what to touch on, what to focus on, and then what to actually do with that information that you gain during the session. So I am really excited to be with you in the perinatal pathway. We start Thursday, October 6th, 100% free. So I would absolutely love to have you there. If you work in fitness, coaching, or health in any modality, this is for you. And if this is where you want to be taking your business or your career, you want to be working with perinatal populations, we would absolutely love to have you. So hit up the link in the show notes of today's episode, get your spot for the perinatal pathway, and I'll see you there. Hey friends, welcome on to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell here solo with you today with an episode that I have been wanting to record for such a long time now because it's something that I think about constantly when I am scrolling through my social media feeds and I am seeing demos by folks of exercises and particularly within the pregnancy, postpartum, pelvic health type spaces. So 
what we're talking about today is how you make exercise adjustments for folks with larger bodies. And again, I want to really relate this to times of pregnancy, postpartum, parents, people whose bodies are going through lots of changes and transitions. But of course, with whomever you are working with in whatever fitness, health, or movement modality, please do keep this stuff in mind because it will make your client or patient's experience so much better. And then, of course, the impact that that movement or exercise that you have prescribed for them will just be a lot more powerful because they'll be able to find a lot more comfort. And if you are not a fitness or health pro, but you're simply someone who is doing the exercises, I hope these tips can help you as well. And I hope also that if you're working with someone who hasn't maybe heard these adjustments they could be making, or they haven't had this education that we'll talk through today, that you'll have some tools that you can take to them so you can advocate for yourself and helping make your exercises or your programming more effective for you in your body. All right, so this is something that I've been thinking about a lot for my own self because my own body has changed a lot over the last, you know, eight years since my first pregnancy. Of course, it has seen a lot of changes through two full-term pregnancies and then two C-sections and that subsequent recovery. But I think particularly for myself over the last four years since I gave birth to my second, so it's been four years postpartum from that last C-section, my body has simply just gotten larger through that time. And my belly and my breasts have remained larger. So the way that I feel moving now, it's just different the positions that I'm able to get into, what I can find comfort in. It's simply different than when I was living in a smaller body. So not a bad, good scenario, just different. And it has really made me realize from a coaching perspective, what I can be doing better, how I can be more effective, how I can be more body size inclusive within my coaching. So I'm going to give you four key tips today, again, to take into your own coaching, training, or treatment practice, or for you to use for your own self in movement too. All right. So first up for the pros, if you are coaching, if you're leading people, you're prescribing movements and exercises for them. And they, this person who might be in a larger or fat body, they need to feel comfortable enough to tell you, this doesn't feel great. I need another option. And if people aren't telling you that, or if you've never heard that from someone, it's probably probably because they didn't feel like they could tell you and not feel shame or embarrassment about their body. So the first thing I want you to consider if you are a health pro is 
Have you created a relationship? Have you created an energy of your space where people feel comfortable telling you the truth about their bodies? And we've talked about this so many times on this show about how that relates to pelvic floor or pelvic health concerns. But I really want you to think about this in terms of body size as well. So that client or that patient needs to be able to say to you, needs to feel comfortable saying to you, this doesn't feel good on my stomach. Like the way this is contorting my body, the way this is squishing me, the way that I'm lying on my chest right now, this actually doesn't feel good for me. They need to feel as though this is not going to induce or feel more shamey about their body. Just that it's going to be like, yeah, of course, let's switch it up. Thank you so much for telling me. So the issue wasn't about their body. The issue was in the exercise or the modification itself. So I want you to check in and make sure that you have created or that you are working to create that type of environment where people feel safe telling you the truth about their body. Second, give options right away for people to adjust a movement where you might potentially think that there could be discomfort for them in positioning their body in such a way. So it might not feel great on their belly. It might not feel great on their chest. You think that potentially this could be a movement where we might need to adjust positioning. So I want you to think about this specifically in terms of a group class, but of course, absolutely in a one-on-one session too. But in a group class, if you are demoing, say, three exercises in a station, and one of those exercises, you know, it could be prone, it could be in a spinal flexion type position, and we're going to get into both of those in just a second. But I want you to also say, here's the base exercise that we're doing. But also, you can do it this other way, and you're going to demo through that in that position where perhaps it might feel a bit more comfortable for folks in larger bodies. And we're always noting that both of these options are excellent. Simply choose whichever one is more comfortable on your body for today. So we're giving options just as you would for regressions and progressions. Think about this in terms of giving exercise modifications for the actual body positioning of the movement. So do that in your group classes. Also do that in your one-on-one sessions. People might feel more comfortable coming to you in that one-on-one session if it's just you and them or in a semi-private type session to say, that wasn't great. Do you have another option for me? But if it is in a group class, folks might be less likely to come to you and say, this wasn't great. They might not raise their hand in the middle of a big, busy group class and say something. So please just give the option up front for folks and always, always positioning it as this exercise option is really great too. All right. Third, adjusting prone positions. So prone or lying on the stomach can not be a great experience for all people. I know even for myself now, it really just does not feel excellent to be in a prone position for much length of time. 
So I want you to think, is there a similar stimulus that can be done another way? So can I get the same or a similar result from this movement or exercise, but can the body position be done differently? So you might think of something like a superhero, super person type exercise where the person is on the stomach and maybe the arms and legs are stretched out and they're lifting both arms and legs simultaneously simultaneously or maybe it is something like a prone YTW type exercise for the shoulders shoulder girdle let's get that upright let's just move that person into a hinge position into a standing position with a resistance band something where they can be up off the floor but we're still working through the back muscles the shoulder muscles working that similar range of motion just they're up off the belly and the chest you might even try just having a softer surface under the body If somebody is in that prone position and it might not be super comfortable, you can see if a softer surface could help, but don't be afraid to just get them off the floor, get them into a different position with a similar movement pattern. And lastly, the fourth thing that I want to mention to you is adjusting spinal flexion exercises or movements where we're really like folding upwards and inwards on the belly. We need to consider that something like a sit-up or a crunch or a deadlift with a big range of motion, it might not feel great. It might feel like they're being really squished on the tummy or on the chest. So in an example like a sit-up or crunch, something that I find helpful and I know lots of my clients do as well, is just taking the knees wider apart. So this can be great for people in pregnancy. This can also be great for people postpartum. Take the knees wider out to the sides or actually put the soles of the feet together and take the knees all the way out into a butterfly tight position. If it's something like a Romanian deadlift or a conventional deadlift setup where the feet would be, you know, pretty close together, hip-ish distance apart, just take the feet wider or move them into a sumo stance. If they're feeling like that folding pressure against the belly is not great for them, mostly just try to bust these ideas and rules for yourself that exercises need to be done in these certain kinds of ways like we need to move in these particular fashions like it is actually okay if we are practicing sit-ups and we want to be doing that but we have to take the feet apart we're practicing deadlifts from a more conventional stance but we have to take the feet apart wider it's okay I'm going to run through those really quickly for you. So all four things to be considering when we're making adjustments for folks with larger bodies in exercises and exercise. So please, number one, probably most importantly, 
really work to be creating a relationship and the energy of your space where people feel comfortable telling you what they're experiencing in their body. Of course, so key in pregnancy, postpartum, pelvic health in general, but also when we have people who might be already feeling discomfort about their body or struggling with body image. So this is really on us as a fitness or health pro to do the work to create a space where people feel comfortable to be there in all of themselves and who they are. Second, give options. So in class, in your one-on-one sessions, when you're demoing exercises, also give an option that could feel better. And that could be like the sit-up example that I was just mentioning. Maybe you demo the sit-up with the feet and the knees closer together. And also you demo the sit-up done with the feet and knees wider apart. Always saying, Both of these exercises are excellent. Choose whatever one is best for you today. Number three, adjusting prone exercises or exercises done on the belly. Show that exercise, of course, if it's not going to work for someone. Also let them know that this exercise can be done from standing or a hinge position, something where they're upright off the floor, but the stimulus is similar for the body and then number four you can adjust those exercises like spinal flexion flexion at the hips where people might feel like their belly or their breasts or chest are getting squished and that's just not a comfy spot for them to be so take the feet and the knees wider move into a more sumo stance reduce the range of motion, do whatever you need to, to keep people in a more comfortable range of motion and position. So if you're a fitness or health pro, make sure that you're integrating this, all of this into your training or treatment plans. And if you are a person who is accessing our services, please do advocate for yourself. I hope that you feel comfortable advocating for yourself. There's so many wonderful fitness and health pros out there who want to help make that experience as best as possible for you. So know that it's not your body that is an issue or the problem. It's simply that the exercise is not the right fit for you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 